You're listening to Tin Pod Radio. This is Erin Klein from Crime Crazy. If you're crazy about crimes, join us every Wednesday for true crime stories ranging from the enthralling to the bizarre. There was an announcement about some of the WWE figures that's going to be uh, coming out. Mm. Uh, but one of the things was a controversy that came up, and we discussed this earlier, is they came out with a new Barbie line of WWE figures, which I think we talked about once before, and they're all right. They really didn't get the likenesses down, but they look like they're going to be all right Barbie dolls. But one of the big things that's come out since they did it is a lot of people want them to do away with doing the female wrestler figures in Mattel now, and it's a big thing. Where they're like, oh, now the girls can have their figures and the boys can have their figures. Because boys shouldn't play with dolls of girls. Well, they're all dolls. Like, the whole term action figure was a made-up marketing a, term to you, sell dolls to if boys. If you play with a girl one, fact, your penis will fall off. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's just this bullshit thing that it's just another line of toys. Like, you have dolls. Which they're all dolls. Well, but they let's have say the dolls plushy and pals, and they have all kinds of shit. Yeah, you have plushy pals. You have the mini figures. You have a lot of yeah. things, and it's bullshit that people are bringing up the fact that oh, now they shouldn't produce the female figures. Well, as much. that speaks to a deeper thing: is that that's considered to be females invading a male space, and the butt hurt dude bros don't want girl toys. They don't want girl figures. That. There's a whole thing of, like, okay, when WrestleMania was coming out, I was trying to buy updated books to put in my collection because my kids love WWE stuff. So I went to order some new ones because, like, oh, it was in Orlando and people were buzzing about it and stuff. There are no biography books about the female superstars. Like, there's all these sets, like, DK has them and a bunch of other publishers have them. Their kids, like, short little biography books. Um... And they're always the same five people, like, over and over again. It's Triple H and The Undertaker and John Cena and, like, Randy Orton and, you know, just, like, the main guys. And they do them over and over again. There's not a single girl one. Not a single one. The girls do show up in some of the, like, guidebooks that are, like, overviews of, like, the top matches and shit like that. So they'll have Sasha Banks in there or they'll have Bailey or Charlotte or somebody. But, like, they do not merit their own books. And it's the same thing with the figures. Like, basically, the dude bros and people like that, they're like, well, I don't want a girl in this. And then the people running the companies are like, well, girls don't play with them. Girls don't watch wrestling. Girls don't want this shit. And then also, like, there's this thought that the boys shouldn't be playing. It's it's all these convoluted things, and it's like, heaven forbid people just want action figures of the wrestlers. And by the way... For one thing, most toys now are bought by adults, period. It's collecting adults True. as buying, period. The biggest collector of Barbies, period, are men. I'm sorry, it's true. It's true. It's like, you see the biggest collectors are those that are hardcore collectors. They're men. I'm just thinking of Smithers with Malibu Stacy. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking of the Bob's Burgers episode. Yeah, that guy that, like, <laughs> is selling them off and stuff. But, but, no, it's true. Adults are buying more of these things. It, so, like, like it's just a stupid thing. Like, I got an argument with somebody that brought this up with me on Twitter not too long ago. When was well, actually when they first announced the Barbie line. And now at Comic-Con, 
it looks like they're going to announce that there's going to be a new Charlotte Barbie. Which, Maybe they'll get the face right this time. Well, uh, the Charlotte figures have been a stupid thing forever. She is the biggest star of the female division. She's had the title so many times. She's always been the main focus. They've never come out with an elite figure. They've never come out with a defining moments figure. All her figures have been basic. They just come out with another basic, which is probably the best one they've done so far, which I have. It, it just boggles the mind of why they havenven't did it now I like all the characters that they've done like the new Becky Lynch is really good but that's like the fourth Becky Lynch like I don't think they did a good Bailey yet just because they keep using the same head of her like yelling and I just don't like it yet but they've come out with like four of her they come out with multiples of like like Naomi and other characters and stuff though I want a glow Naomi because now she's got like a glow belt that yeah. When she does the glow I wonder thing. if one of the things with Charlotte in particular is that she doesn't really have a unique costume or look. Like, yes, she does. Well, like, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> she didn't have one until she started dressing like Ric Flair. And then she's got this, like, feathery stuff that she's wearing and everything. Like, she... If you just... If you didn't know, like, you could walk past her and look and think it's just, like blonde female wrestler because like the likeness is not there either on the doll like to scale and stuff but so, so but, she came to the WWE but, she started wearing the capes and stuff she doesn't wear them all the time enough that like like now she's doing it all the time because she's basically Ric Flair Jr. um but like a lot of the times before she was just in standard wrestling attire and you have stuff like with Bailey where you can do like she has that brand of like the hugging thing, or Naomi has a glowing thing, or, you know, you just see some of the, like, Becky Lynch has the steampunk stuff. But Becky Lynch only uses that mainly at pay-per-views, too. Like, I'm just saying, like, that could be, like, one of the design reasons, but mostly it boils down to, like, they don't want to make girl stuff. Yeah. They don't want to make girl stuff. I just think it, it it's boggling, because, like, Charlotte does have a look, like, she does wear more, like, the robes and stuff, and, like, They've got, like, fancier with them each Yeah, time. and they could do that now. Like, they could make, like, a really good figure of her dressed like that now. And it would, like, look unique. But they they haven't done it. Like, the no. last couple ones they did of her hasn't had anything like it. They could at They least... don't have an excuse now is what I'm saying. It's like... I don't think they ever really did. Now, like... like, Bailey didn't... Like, Bailey come in with the hug well thing, but that's just a shirt. Like, that wouldn't they have been just, that big of a deal. They continuously miss managed the promotion of the female superstars like it wasn't until the beginning of this year that they stopped calling them divas well last year end of beginning like of very year. end of last year like well, they did the the title and they changed it over to the women's title and like stuff. just now like but doing that. even before that like they promoted like a lot of people more than her like Paige, Paige had a figure that had the diva title and the NXT title once. Which, that's inexplicable to me that they really promoted Paige that much. Because but this is for all the stuff with Paige. I know, I'm just saying, but, like, Paige wasn't that talented. Oh, Paige is fucking talented. I don't know, the matches I saw, she didn't seem no. as talented compared to Charlotte. No, the WWE, like, they really... If you look at what started the revolution, and it was actually Paige and um, Emma in NXT. They were having great matches all the time. Before Charlotte and Becky and all them even really started doing anything there. They were the ones that really got it started. And, well, really, if you want to say what started it, it was actually the the knockouts in the TNA. 
like Gail Kim and them, but people don't want to acknowledge it. No. But it was Emma and like Paige the ones that really started. The problem with Paige is when she got up to the WWE, they didn't really do that much with her. They really let her just wrestle matches. And then by the time the Davis Revolution, supposedly the marketing term Davis Revolution came, she was already gone. She was hurt for a long time, and then she got suspended and stuff. So she really missed out on all the stuff they're doing now, which they're really letting them actually mm -hmm. wrestle now. But she's great. She's been wrestling since she was like 14. Her mom and dad actually own a promotion in the UK, and that's what they're making that movie, The Rock's making yeah. the movie about now. No, I, I mean, they're all talented. I just, I don't know, the matches I saw with her, like, I wasn't struck by her being as talented as some of the other ones. But I, I also, like, I think Charlotte's talented, but I think Sasha Banks is more talented than Ta Charlotte. Sasha Banks, like, one, she's way better, I think. one, she's better as a, a heel, and two, Sasha Banks is, but she is also really small. Sasha is really small, and... That's one of the issues. And two, the best matches of Charlotte, Sasha, and a number of people has been with Bailey. And she doesn't get that credit that she's the one that really makes all them. Like, Bailey, she doesn't make them Bailey's great, but she's good. One. She's really good at, like, more of the fundamentals. They mismanaged Bailey since she came in. She came in when she left NXT and went to uh, WWE. They gave her the belt too quickly. And one of the greatest things about Bailey in NXT is she started out losing all the time. She's kind of an underdog. And they build her bit. up yeah. to finally, like, she one of her big moments was when the first time she beat Charlotte. And then she went on to win the title, and she was an underdog a lot. They gave her the belt really too quickly, and it actually hurt her because then the fans actually started booing her a little bit because they got tired of that character too quickly mm -hmm. when they should have built her up. And I think they're going back and trying to do it. My favorite, though, is still... Alexa Bliss, because she is the little, little, like, asshole. At, like, I love her character so much, and one of my favorite figures is her. That I well, have. She's got a good mixture of, like, the natural athleticism and then also the showmanship. By the way, I love that like, whole thing with her in the last pay-per-view where she, like, did that, because she's double-jointed. She did a thing where she acted like she, she broke her arm and it was all twisted backwards and it looked like it was broke. Which she had done before, I think, in NXT, but it was a real little thing because most people hadn't seen it because NXT is only on the network, so yeah. a lot of people don't see it. But I love that part. But I love her character. I think she's great. Like her figure did look like her. It's got like a snarl on the face yeah. and stuff. Like, and I love the fact that her whole thing is like she is smaller than everybody else, and she has to cheat. Like and she makes no bones about it. I will cheat and I will do anything to win because I am smaller than everybody else. See, it, it, people need that balance of that character. I don't know. I guess, like, to me, Paige, like, never stood out to me because I didn't feel like she had personality either. I just think stuff. the time like, that you've seen Paige in there, you really didn't get to see her do anything really good. Yeah. And, like, like, I went back and watched some of the matches when she was wrestling before she even came to the WWE, and it was good. And, by the way, when she first came to NXT, a lot of people hated her because they said she was too rough on them. Because she comes from I mean, a promotion that's really rough. she seems like really a more rough. brawler yeah. type, but I don't, to me, like, the one that encompasses more of the stuff, like, evenly is Sasha Banks. Like, she can really pull off the athleticism and the showmanship. I think Charlotte struggles with the showmanship sometimes because honestly, like she's basically regurgitating like her dad's stick and everything. I think and, her like, biggest well, I she think needs it was, something new. I like, think it was a problem putting her with her dad for too long. I think they should have put her with her dad in the beginning, but should have ended pretty quickly. They should have like crossed each other yeah. or something. Like, but 
I think her problem is is that she's so much bigger than everybody else. I think it causes and issues. She has trouble pulling off some of the stunt moves too. Like I don't think I think she does. I don't think she's as like I don't think she's as graceful pulling them off. I think she is. I just think they look odd because she's so much bigger than everybody else. Like when she does a moonsault. Her salt, landings are not great. She does. Well, that's the problem. When she does a moonsault sometimes because somebody else is so much smaller than her, it makes it look like sometimes that she's not hitting the right area because they're so small. Like that's a big issue when you have somebody a lot smaller than you. That's why I didn't really like her and Sasha being matched up really good. Like right away because like. For one, I thought they should have put them on opposite brands and had them both be the top heels on opposite brands yeah. because I think it would have worked better that way. The person I think hasn't got any of any respect at all is Becky Lynch, basically. Even though she's been working tons of big angles and stuff, she's been constantly losing and stuff like that. And Becky Lynch is great. She started out working the promotions overseas actually with uh she's Paige too. I think she's gotten a lot better too as a wrestler too. Like Becky? Yeah. Becky's always been good. Becky's problem is is that when they put her in matches they always want her to be the almost the person who loses and people get upset because she loses and eventually that makes you think that she's not very good. If you do it to a character all the time, you begin to lose like you're not going to cheer them. You're not going to pay attention mm-hmm. to them as much. I guess the word I was going for with Charlotte was, like, sometimes I think with the, like, like the moon and stuff, she almost looks clumsy when she's doing it. I don't, I don't know if it's much as clumsy. I know she's doing stuff that she hasn't done eight billion times. But I just think, like, everything looks off with her because of that. Because, like, she is so much taller in her. And you're not actually seeing a lot of women do the moves too, so I think you point out more mistakes. Whether you see men do it all the time, you're like, oh, there's a moonsault, there's a moonsault. When you do it with women, you're like, plus I think WWE a lot of times have her do that stuff too much. Because like, when she first did it, it was like a big deal, and now they have her do it every big match. And it's like, no, it's like, one thing, she's not even like winning with it, so... Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, a lot of times she'll pull those stunts, and then she still loses, and it's like, okay. The thing they're doing that right now with her and Be- Becky as good friends, I think it's going to be good. But my problem with that is, like, you know it's going to eventually end with her turning on Becky, and then Becky loses again. that's what happened again. the last time. <laughs> and it's like, how many times can you do it without people just thinking Becky's the biggest fucking idiot in the world for always yeah. trusting people and then turning on her? You know what I mean? I, I think eventually you gotta have either that happen and Becky just lose her shit, or have Becky turn on. Becky's been a heel before well, and worked and you know, in NXT. I think part of it too is like when they branded her as the Irish last kicker and stuff. Like you expect her to be a brawler, and I think that they've held her back a little bit in that respect. And like maybe one of these times she just needs to become like vicious. That's why I said like like if you have Charlotte turn on her this time. Like, she needs I like to, her lose her she crap. She needs to pull some, like, hair extensions out and stuff. I like to see her lose her crap. Yeah. Or do the thing Send of, her to like... the hospital. No, or have Becky lo- uh, lose after Charlotte turns on her or whatever, and have Becky turn on the fans then. And turn heel, too. Have I, Becky say, like, I keep losing because I'm trying to do stuff for you. Which has been a good heel turn for people in the past when they're like, you know what, because... It's a heel thing to blame other people. 
and for her to be like, you know what? It's not my fault. It's your fault I'm losing because I'm trying to please you. I feel like I could see Becky Lynch being a bit of a female stone cold a little bit. Like, just coming in and, you you crossed me, I'm kicking your ass. (laughs) Which like is, right now. Which is the way they should have portrayed Paige. I think Paige worked best when you had her being this person that was cold-blooded and would do anything to win. And, like, I, I just think that I, I think it's good. But the problem with them with heels, and this is the biggest thing, is, you know, they never used to make merchandise for heels because they were like, See, that's one, a mistake. You should just make merchandise for everything. Well, they used to do it because, <laughs> one, they said that people wouldn't buy merchandise for heels, but that was found out, like, when... Four horsemen were first founded. People will buy merchandise for heels. But the good point was that if you try to market something, you can't market merchandise really to somebody you're supposed to hate. Because people tend not to want to spend money, most people, on people they hate. So the reason why they don't push people as big time heels now is they're afraid that you won't buy their merchandise now. That's why everybody's basically a betweener. Nobody wants. That's why, that's why they don't want. There's turn. like a hundred John Cena shirts, and then like nothing for anybody. <laughs> well, they have merch for everybody, but that's I'm the joking. problem. They have merch for everybody, but and they don't want to really turn to anybody. They don't want to have characters that people totally hate because well, they're afraid. Well, and back to the figures and stuff, I think part of it too is that they are trying to very carefully brand the WWE for things. So that's why there's a million John Cena things. And not stuff for some of the other people. And it's just, they're being a little cautious. And I think that's going to be detrimental to them, is that. It has been. Um, but that goes, I mean, look at John Cena now. Like, nobody gives a shit about John Cena. Nobody likes him anymore. Like, he's fucking annoying. His WWE, sh- or his WrestleMania shit was ridiculous. Like, nobody cares. John Cena's Mickey Mouse at WWE. And that's not even insulting him. He is the symbol of WWE. He's, used, he's a powerful brand tool. Like, he really that's is. what he is. But uh, to, Mickey Mouse doesn't suck as a character, but nobody wants to watch a Mickey Mouse movie. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, that was one of the things he's I a forgot. Good icon. They said they're going to have a Mickey Mouse ride at Disney now, and it's the first time they've done that. Which I don't think will be that popular if you ask Shrug. me. Every ride's popular in the beginning, but at amusement parks, but I just don't think it'll be popular. And it's like with John Cena... He's a marketing. He's great for them marketing. He's good for them with his charities. He's good as an icon. He's good at all these things, but nobody wants to watch him. He's not interested. People aren't interested in his character anymore. The only way you're going to ever make anybody care about him is if you turn him heel, which I don't think they'll ever take it as far as you need to. Because if you want John Cena to be a heel, you know what you need to do? And they won't do it these days, but you have John Cena say, I'm not doing Make-A-Wish anymore. Fuck you. I'm not doing it, well, but they won't they, do that. they're past that immersive storytelling part, too. Like, where you had DX roll up in a tank and, like, Stone Cold and The Rock fighting on a bridge. And, like, they're past the age of that now. Like, they're but, very, it's very carefully crafted. But you could do it. A couple of years like ago, people say, like, you can't make people believe anymore. Yes, you can. Like, eight years ago or something like that. You know what Chris Jericho did? He's like... You can't sell any merchandise on my character now. You can't... Get, I won't do public appearances. He said, when I go to airports, I won't sign anybody's autograph. And you know I, what they did? He got so much heat that, that people wanted to kill him when he was at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Do you bring him up? I feel like 
Chris Jericho is the last one of the wrestlers that can pull that kind of stuff off. I think you could put up with everybody. It's no, just a what not, matter doing Not it. with the the state of the WWE now, with their very carefully crafted public persona, they they're not willing to risk that kind of stuff yeah, anymore. Yeah, they're not. But that's He's why the last one. That's why stuff doesn't work as much yeah. because you're not like with Paige and Charlotte when they did the storyline where Paige brought up Charlotte's dead brother and said. Uh, you're not good for wrestling, and then she basically said, like, your brother died because he wasn't good enough for wrestling. And then what Dark. they do, that was a great thing. What they do right after that, they apologize for it. They that just, was a great well, moment, and just, you had somebody apologize for it right it's away. It's dark and everything, but the WWE is striving for that, like, family-friendly tone and everything. That's why you don't have these super intense matches anymore. You're never going to have another one of those Mick Foley coming off the top and JR yeah, down that's there That's a good like, thing. Though. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, like you're never going to ever, 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 ever have that. That's why again. they should have did what they, when like, they originally and you're brought. you're never going to have a true heel and when they brought immersive back, characters. That's why if they want to stretch themselves on that network, one of the things, and this goes back years and years ago when they brought back ECW as a WWE brand. The original idea for Shane McMahon and Paul Heyman was to have it be a online show before the network and it be on an adult show. They need to do it for the network. They need to have a wrestling brand as for adults. They, they really should. They they could do that because they have their own network for it now. I just, I, and this this goes back to the toys and this goes back to like so much of the stuff. The WWE is not really willing to take risks anymore on stuff because they want to maintain this very carefully crafted public persona that they've developed in the last 10 or so years. And they're doing great stuff with it. You know, like they partner with Komen, they partner with they, they partner with the American Library Association, they partner with like everybody and all these charities and community groups and all this stuff, Make-A-Wish, everything. So they got a lot riding on this very carefully crafted persona. So I... They're just not but that's why they anymore. could like keep all the WWE stuff as all that. Mm -hmm. Take a few wrestlers, take some independent wrestlers. If you don't want anybody connect with WWE, get a bunch of independent wrestlers. Have a show on the network that's just for adults. Yeah. And it'll work. It'll work, and then you can have everything. It's like the fact that they're sitting on. They own almost all the major old wrestling libraries. They, they own, like, everything. Why they're not putting out more... I understand they're having to go back and edit out music from all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Because this was back when they used music that they didn't have the rights to and stuff. So they're having to go back and edit. I know that takes a little bit of time. But they need to get more of this stuff out. Because, like, they need to have that network crammed full of material. And one other thing... And I like the fact that they're doing some of these animated shows. And some of these talking shows and stuff like that. I think that's great, but, like, do a, a adult version. Like, they got the Cruiserweight show on there, which I like, but they're not really developing good storylines around them. Mm -hmm. The same, one of the problems with the women's division is they're doing that. Yeah. They need to develop more storylines. But having an adult show on there, their animated shows are most definitely adult, like, that they have on oh, there. Oh, yeah, that camp one? Yeah, yeah. So, like, they need to, like, they have a show of people telling road stories on there and stuff like that that's animated. But I would... I think they should have a uh, adult like show they really, on that. They need to try to find something for that. Um, I think their failures are the reason why the independent companies are growing more now. It's because 
even, most hardcore wrestling fans watch all wrestling. Yeah. But I think also people are looking for a variety. They look at WWE and it's like this is one style of wrestling. Yeah, I mean that's what we're basically getting. it. That's the and they're wanting to see other stuff. Yeah, that that's that's the thing is that they're not taking risks anymore with their stuff. So it's a very um, just standardized mm-hmm. writing, acting, the matches, all of it. It, and they have very talented people, but they're not, like, a, being allowed to flourish. And going to their marketing and who they partner with and all this stuff, like, it, it's a very carefully crafted public image. So they're not taking risks in the way they present themselves to the public. Like, there's clearly a line from the matches to when they're out in public. So you don't, you, you're not having these, like, street matches anymore or, like, them having rivalries in the hospital and, like, and all this shit anymore. And there's a lot of good stuff. Like There's I, no risks I know it. you don't know about any of this stuff, but there's PWG, which is Pro Wrestling Guerrilla in California, that does more comedy. Some other stuff is more comedy. I know a lot of purists hate it, but they have a lot of comedy. New Japan Pro Wrestling just did their first American event, which I think they have a chance to grow big in America if they're smart. Like, they presented a different thing. Uh, hopefully... TNA, which is now Global, they changed their name TNA again. Is a mess. Global Impact. Hopefully, they can grow more. But there's a uh, there's a lot of companies like our one near us. We're getting ready to go is a, a, a Atomic Wrestling Entertainment, which we're going to go to the first event. There's so many indies out there, and I think it's growing because WWE, who is very good at doing what they do, but it's very stagnant. That's why a lot of people got behind the Divas Revolution because it was something new. They hadn't mm-hmm. seen all this stuff before with women's wrestling, and they're getting d- doing the May Young Classic with in NXT, yeah, taking I mean, wrestlers from all over the world, like which is really cool. But like, I think it's actually become good for the overall worldwide product because everybody's searching out other stuff. Yeah. Because of that. Well, because I mean, after they won the Monday Night Wars and everything like that. There was no drive for that creative spark anymore, so then it became a polished and product. And if you watched the Vince McMahon DVD set that they did, Stephanie says that she she says, I think my dad regrets that ending because he doesn't have that anymore. Of when like, you don't have competition, it doesn't drive like that creative spark anymore. And that's why now, like they they focused on really like growing and polishing the brand, and now they kind of need to go back to the drawing board and think about like, well, what can we do that's new? But you can't. It's hard to do it when when you're a public traded company and two, you're trying to keep your product PG and PG. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to go to blood all the time or anything like that. But you got to be able to shock people every so often with mm-hmm. stuff. And they really can't do that Yeah, anymore. they're not shocking people anymore. And that's what, you know, like, with the toys, they're not taking risks on who they put out. And because I think that they know to expect stuff from, like, the guys that aren't necessarily accepting of the women. And, like, so they kind of play into that a little bit. Well, that, they do it all the thing. I mean, that's the problem with the comic book industry for years is that you had some of these fans say, what, comics are for men. And for the most part, it was, in a way, because the comic book industry was only going for that one demographic of kind of chauvinist asshole young men and not trying to stretch it. And I think they did a good job of stretching it. And I think WWE has really done a good job with 
a lot for the most part with the Divas Revolution and stuff like that, and I hope they grow it. But I think it still is women's wrestling after it starts stops growing, or is it going to plateau and become as as stagnant as men's wrestling? Well, that's wrestling what I worry about because they had a, for a little while. You know, they had female wrestlers that were coming up, and then they branded it as the diva stuff, and the diva stuff got stupid. Well, that was stupid because of the show and everything, but now with, it's no longer divas anymore, and now it's like the women's wrestlers. I mean, I think that was like one of the best things they could have done, because the diva stuff was ridiculous. Oh, it was. So stupid. But, and I never thought they would change that, because it was such a big brand for them. The divas stuff was such a big brand, but it was good that they did change it, and, uh. I like the fact that Stephanie gets the credit for that when everybody says it was Triple H that actually was the one. Because that all comes from NXT, which is his baby that he runs and stuff. I mean, I'm sure, I think that they work as a team. Like, they seem to be, like, managing everything. But it also looks better for them to give Stephanie the credit for that. Yeah, it does. Because then they can say, like, oh, the woman in WWE. And I know that's going to come off as, but a lot of the stuff that the WWE, the WWE never does anything without a reason. It's all very calculated. That's why they put certain people in charge of certain things. I'm going to have to split this episode into two. Because it's two different things. We started talking about Disney, and now we're into wrestling and stuff, so I'll probably split it's it It's all too. a land of make-believe. I want to end this, though, since we're talking female wrestling and stuff. Gail Kim, the wrestler, just announced that she's retiring, and she was for years in uh, TNA, which she went to TNA because it was the easier schedule from WWE. Uh... I hope to see her go to WWE, at least to go into the Hall of Fame, because she should be in the Hall of Fame and stuff. She's a great wrestler. And married to a chef. Very big, muscular chef. <laughs> I forgot his name. He's the guy that does, did the rescue things and stuff like that. Remember the big like brawny guy? Re- bar rescue? No, he did the rescue restaurant things for a I've while. I've got a picture of the guy in my head. You know who I'm talking about. muscle yeah. guy with the black t-shirt yeah, and everything. Yeah. I can't remember But his name Gail Kim was a great wrestler, and I hope she gets a chance to go to WWE Hall of Fame and stuff, and maybe we'll get another Gail Kim figure in the future. I like Gail Kim. She was really good. Your collection of figures is getting out of control. Yeah, you should talk. <laughs> Look at Funkos and shit. Fuck I don't you. know what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, whatever. Say goodnight, Mark. Good night.